This episode is sponsored by Bad Impressions. We just can't help doing them. Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where we're talking about episode one, The Phantom Menace, the fourth one? (laughs) Is it? The fourth one, but the first one. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in release order. Yeah, right. And uh, (laughs) with me today is both Susan and Troy. How's it going, guys? Great. It's going pretty good. Good, good. Uh, And... (laughs) uh, we're hoping and praying that this works the first time, because, <laughs> and we have like, I, <clears throat> we have backups, and we have backups for our backups, so this this should be great. Exactly. Yes. We've got a giant, unfortunately though, we have a giant ship, and if that crashes, then everything will crash, because oh. that's, <laughs> that's the system we have set up. Oh no, we didn't, we really didn't think this droid army through, did we? Mm. Dang you, Trade Federation. <laughs> Darn you. Okay. Uh, we're just going to get right into it. Susan, what did you think? Okay, wait, sorry. Troy has seen this before. I've seen this before. This is the first time Susan's ever seen this. Yes, uh, which was Sunday, and we're recording this on a Tuesday. Right, great. And Oh, now who's dating the episode? Right, now she's dating the episode. <laughs> um, it's fine. Uh, what was the story? What did you think the story was? I didn't say what was? the week was. I, I know, just said I know, two I know. days in between since it's I just watched the, it. It's just not something that people do. Wait, yeah, and, sorry. And if they, I, and if, I, I shouldn't... And if they do, they point it out. I shouldn't make references to episodes that will never come out. That's... I, I don't know why I'm making emoji movie references. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, anyway. That's true. That's what that was from. Wow. So, sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> you're, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we really did. We, we just kept talking about how we were dating the that's, episode. That's the most inside of all jokes. We're, Which it's, would be really funny if you ever did post it, because everyone would know how old I it feel is. like I'm going to have to post it at some point. Maybe I'll like put it up on Bandcap, Bandcamp and people oh, can yeah, donate probably. because it's such a, a sad story. <laughs> 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 okay. What did you think the story was? I'm blatantly taking that question from the Weekly Planet and asking it to the person that knows the least about these things because it, I think it'll be fun. What was the story? I totally like, I like my whole everything just went <laughs> completely out of my head. Whoosh, all yep, of it, just all of it gone all out, of, out of your brain. Um, oh, I was the, gonna read that. Go ahead. Is it a planet? They I don't go know. between worlds, whatever. The is that is what, what they planet? are? Is what? <laughs> I don't know. There's a planet. Yeah, there's planets. Okay. What is it? A people Padme controls? Uh, yeah. Is that a planet? Mm-hmm. Is it a, pe- I don't know. It's a, pl- it's a region? Is you know, it it's a, a, it's a, it's a planet that she controls the surface of. The Gungans live in the water. Under. Is that where? And she does not control them. Jigglypuff lives. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, so they're on the same planet. Yes. But the Gungans live underwater. Okay, and I'm doing exactly what you didn't want me to do. But um, <laughs> asking questions that I have to explain that everyone else knows about. Yes, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so it's her people were to gonna it. be taxed, I think, by the the Senate. The Senate, okay, <laughs> and the Republic. It was unfair tax, and then Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn came to uh, have a meeting about it to decide. <laughs> To compromise. That's the uh-huh. word I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Negotiate. Negotiate. That's yeah. the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. And And then Satan shows up and he's got a cool sword and then <laughs> someone steps in poop. 
Yeah. Yeah. But that's the movie. <laughs> that's I don't. The movie. You don't what? You don't get it? I don't understand. I don't. They really just kind of. St- the crawl is what's supposed to set it up. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand the crawl <laughs> the at all. The crawl. So. This is the worst crawl of all time. Okay. It yes, was too actually, many I, words. I want to. S- too confusing. Can I, can I say something? Go ahead, so the go big ahead, defense of this movie. The big defense of this movie is that it's supposed to be a kid's movie. Uh-huh. You know, it, it originally, George had, like, another script he was working on where everyone was going to be more serious and it was going to be less comical and it was going to be less simple. Basically, that's the big defense for why, for the plot. And to those people, I say, turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes <laughs> outlying star systems is in dispute. Hoping you result. That sounds like a kid's movie to me. That's that's how you kick off. That's how, that's how Chronicles of Narnia kicked off, right? With, uh... Hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the Greedy Trade yeah. Federation has stopped all shipping to the small planet of Naboo. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Su- Susan, I know you're kind of iffy about the first three movies, but like for the people who like were really, really into these movies, they waited like two decades for this. There were people like lined up, like in homeless communities outside the theater. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna watch the coolest action movie of all time." And they sit down in the dark theater, and this swallows up the screen. <laughs> uh huh. While the Congress, while the Congress of the Republic endlessly debates this alarming chain of events, I laughed so hard when I read that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on the thing Sunday. is, like, it's so funny how nothing is accom- nothing's accomplished through this. Like, there's no characters set up. There's no, like, we don't get any named characters in this. Like, it's the Queen. It's two Jedi Knights. It's. Right. I just think it's kind of interesting how all of the other, like even the Last Jedi, where the it takes a it takes place literally seconds after the last movie, you still get like, okay, this has happened off screen. These characters are reestablished. This character is going to be more prominent in the movie. Like this, just it, it does nothing to set up the story. It's just there because it has to be there. I feel like the movie is pretty much Anakin's origin story. It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, but. We spend a whole movie with taxation and of trade federations and a battle that Anakin accidentally wins. The pod racing was cool. Did it go on for too long? No. Really? I think that I I think that whole thing is one lap too long. No. I, I timed it as like a ten minute sequence. I thought it was like twenty five minutes. Well you haven't asked me an official opinion of the whole movie yet either. So. Okay, all right. Troy was going to say something about the pod racing. Do, were you, okay. do you agree with me, Troy? Yeah, no, I think that went on. Like, here's the thing. It's, it's just, there's nothing going on. Like, there's, <laughs> it's just a bunch of characters crashing into stuff. And it's about as boring as real life. For 10 whole minutes. Oh, he did a cool trick where he went up and then went down, even though that makes no sense because if he was traveling at the same speed, then, like, what... He had to travel farther with that up and down motion. Unless, like, gravity really super helped him, in which case he should have just crashed into the ground. Well, he already had yeah. the faster pod that was highly established when he started a whole lap behind, half a lap behind everybody. Okay. So it wasn't completely unrealistic. I mean, he caught all the way up to the guy in the first place after being sitting there at the starting line, couldn't get the thing started. For like a good like 30 seconds. I, look, I don't know, man. So, and Saboba was also like busy cheating and throwing other people, you know, into rock walls and stuff. So I don't know. 
I will say that, that Sebulba had like the one good, he was like one of the few good voice actor performances in this movie, even though he sounded like Dr. Claw, like just, <laughs> Dr. Know, Claw kind of from what? Uh, from uh, Inspector Gadget, Inspector I think. Gadget? I thought he yeah. just had like a normal voice. No, he was just like, I, I can't do it now. Like, <laughs> not nah, shoot. I almost, I almost did. I also, I almost did Rick there. That's not. Good. Oh no. I, I can think of the voice. I just can't do it. It's okay, like, interesting. Because he, it's I'll been get a long. You next time, gadget or whatever. Okay. It's like it's like that kind of like. Just kind of like a gravelly voice. Mihuma Huta. No, that's not the. I don't know. <laughs> We was yeah. I'm I'm not good with I'm he, not good with impersonations. He, but I can because he sounds a little bit more high pitched than that. He's like voodoo and uh, well, I, I guess that's in the one part. I don't know, man. Uh, well, but my to the my bad, point bad impersonations uh, section of the podcast. Right. <laughs> my point was that it that was the coolest thing that I feel like happened, <laughs> other than uh, Anakin's like pod falling apart constantly. Like there's a whole section where nothing happens, and then the, he do, he pulls that cool trick by going over you know Saboba and whatever and getting in front of him, and that was Saboba, I think is actually how you say it. But anyway, that it was really boring except for that one part, and that one part is like it, it's still not that interesting. I feel like the underwater escape with Jar Jar Binks and Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn was more boring. With all the stupid, creepy creatures coming out and eating each other. <laughs> there's always a bigger yeah. fish. That was way too long. That's, they that's, said there's always a bigger a fish, and then it happened two or three more times. Right. Yeah, that did go on for like one or one scene, which is weird because they cut a scene that was more interesting in place of that. There was supposed to be another scene where they're getting out of the thing, and then they like oh they pop up like right next to a waterfall, and then they have to have this scene where they. You know, they jump out of the boat and then get to land and then almost fall off the the waterfall. Like, it's it's not that great of a scene, but it's something different. It's not another fish shows up and and another... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I guess they were kind of going for spectacle. Oh, there's there's a bigger fish, and then there's another bigger fish, and then there's another bigger fish. (laughs) (laughs) You thought that one was... If you think about it, isn't the planet just the bigger fish? Yeah. The planet sure. itself is a fish. There you go. I don't know. Okay, Susan, what did you think of this whole of the whole movie? I liked it way better than the other three. Get get off Oof. this podcast right now. All right. All right. So All right. All <laughs> way right. In the, better. in the DMs gave us Gabe was saying like, "Okay, I need you to be good cop here because <laughs> you you know the memes. I'm I I I so not to not to flex or anything, but I'm I'm involved with like uh, a, a Star Wars uh, meme page. I'm a I'm a moderator of one of it, so I I know some people who are actually who actually really like this movie, and I'm supposed to find nice things about it. Nice, amazing. and I genuinely struggled to find nice things about it, <laughs> and I'm glad that I don't have to be good cop anymore. Good, good. I'm so relieved I don't have to defend this movie. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. Now please explain. Yeah. What exactly makes this what made you like this more than the other three movies well i really enjoyed the no, pod racing kind of question, and because though. i didn't know how it was going to end like i was guessing that anakin was gonna win but i didn't know anakin was gonna win so wow. my it got my heart rate elevated as a you know as it went on went on mm-hmm. the longer it went on because you guys are complaining about how long it was but i liked how long it was because it just built up the okay. whole time and then i loved the lightsaber battles okay finally (laughs) there's some decent action here right 
Um, I like Darth Maul as a bad guy. Wow. I think he's creepy, but cool at the same time. Good. Not stupid. I was worried because he looks like the devil. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But see, I remember him from when I was a kid. So I think that's probably why I liked him better. I just think the I think the red paint that they did on his face is just really really cool. Mm-hmm. That's just something you don't see every day. So I just I liked it. Right. Um, I I think maybe the storyline in and of itself wasn't as good because as I think we established already, I didn't really understand what the <laughs> heck was going on. But I liked that you could slowly figure out that Padme was the queen on your own. Mm-hmm. I liked. Oh, when did you figure that out? Um, I was kind of suspicious when she stayed with them when they went to get the parts for the ship. Right. She went with them to get the parts. Yeah. Right. I was like, that's kind of weird. Something's fishy here. Mm-hmm. And then I think when Anakin gave her the necklace, was it a necklace? Whatever it was. Yeah, That sure. thing he made. Yeah, it was a necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, she's the queen. Interesting. And then... I really felt like it was confirmed when he went to see Padme and it was the queen and she's like, she'll know or whatever. Okay. Because I feel like the first time I watched it, I got it when <clears throat> she was like, well, I don't, I don't approve. When he was like, yeah, the mm-hmm. queen, the queen. Yeah. That was another judgment. red flag to that, me. Like, cause they kept going back and forth. Whenever Qui-Gon and the queen Padme like talked, this. it was a, it was a clue saying she's the queen. queen. Yeah. She's the queen. Yeah. I thought it was, they, I thought it was fun. Because they didn't make it... Like, super obvious. Super obvious, but it was still kind of obvious. Right. And so, I liked it. One of my favorite pieces of trivia that I knew previous, before doing, like, some uh, poking around for this episode, is that that's Kira Knightley. And for, like, a good 10 years, I <laughs> couldn't keep Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman straight. <laughs> and I was like, wait, it was... Uh, was Natalie Portman in the Pride and Prejudice movies, or was that Kira Knightley? And uh, was that her in was that Kira Knightley in Black Swan? Or no, that's Natalie Portman. Okay, all right. What was the question Literally you asked me in the middle of the movie about her <clears throat> when I, I didn't technically know it was her? I asked you if you recognized the Queen, and I said it looks like Kira Knightley. Yeah, like and he gives me this exasperated look. <laughs> I was yeah, I was very impressed and a little bit mad, yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Um, but for me growing up, I always heard about Star Wars and the lightsaber battles. So And how great they were. Yes, and how fabulous they were. And then and, you get to episode and then, four. And I'm just like <laughs> just, what is this? This is the worst. This is a joke. And so this one lived up to more of my expectations of what I wanted Star Wars to be. Right. When it comes to like lightsabers and stuff, and Yoda was in it, he's my favorite. <laughs> uh, Troy, do you think this that like the duel of the fates is the best lightsaber battle? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm again, I'm coming from the boring filmmaking perspective on this. Okay. It's, it's very nicely choreographed, but like I don't know who Darth Maul is as a character. Like he has he has one line in the uh. entire movie, and it's oh cool, I'm gonna go get the guys. Right. And then he goes and gets the guys, and then he shows up at the end of the movie after being off screen for forty minutes. It's just like okay, I, so there's no like it's it's very wait. nice. Like again, when I was when I was like eight years old, and or I don't even know how old I would have. Right. <laughs> like when I'm watching this on DVD, I always skipped to that part of the movie because everything else is not interesting. But then you get to the 
lightsaber duel, and it's really well choreographed. I, of the prequel fights, I will say, like, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Like, Darth Maul you, like, throw, uses the Force to throw a thing at the door and opens it, and then mm-hmm. there's a thing where Obi-Wan pretends like he's going to hit him, and then Qui-Gon hits him. Like, there's some cool little mini moments in right. there that I did are notice very that well done. It's just, it would have been really great if there was some character and some other stuff attached to it that, like, here's the guy that, like, if if Qui-Gon getting killed happened really early in the movie, and then, like, the this is the guy that killed Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan has to go get him, like, that would be a cool setup for this fight, but I, I don't know. Right. Or if, or if that was someone, like, even, like, in the Darth Vader sense where it's, like... In the first Star Wars, we don't know this is Luke's father. It's just he's some guy that Obi-Wan knows. But just because you know they knew each other, there's kind of a tension. There's kind of a cool background to them fighting. Right. I don't know. There's there's not that going on in this fight. That makes Not sense. to say that it's not really well choreographed and there's not... It's not fun to watch, but it's just... I think... In the context of the movie, it doesn't make me forget the last hour of movie that we watched. <laughs> right. I think that's... Like, I want to forget the first hour of episode six. Oh, jeez. I think the the chore- choreography is more what I was uh, thinking about. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about the oh, fact yeah, that they were... Oh, yeah, sorry about that. No, 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 no. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't really... But you're right. There, There's really no character weight other than this is an assassin and we have to not die, you know, at his hand. But... Uh, and he looks bad. I so fe- you just want to get rid of him. Right. I feel like... Wow. <laughs> wow. I feel like the, the the this fight has the fewest, like, little... Oh, he could have just slashed him there. And, oh, he did a twirl again. And that oh, yeah. was stupid because he opened his back up for a good half a second, you know. And Yeah, there's way less spinning. There's way less flipping and all that. It is it is very much, like, um, in the way that, like, the fight in The Force Awakens is pretty cool where it's it's all attack. It's all they are very clearly trying to kill each other. It's not like they're showing off. Right. Whereas, which is, like, which is some other fights with some more character, like, weight or whatever oh, you yeah. want to say. That, uh, like, e- like, even the... Do the have more of Anakin that. Op- op- like, the... Um, I guess... Well, I guess I shouldn't spoil it because Susan hasn't seen these movies yet. Um, but well, there's a fight in episode... She's not going to watch where... episode three, so it's fine. Oh, she's right, not? Okay. Right, you can tell me episode three stuff. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Two of these, okay, Anakin and Obi-Wan get into a fight because he has to be Darth Vader at the end. Um, like, the first, the opening bit of it is great. Like, it's very aggressive, very fast-paced. Like, you can see a lot of good character moments in it. And then for some reason, like, lava falls on one of the platforms, and then it just turns into a roller coaster ride, and they're <laughs> jumping from platform to platform. And it's just, it is, I think, I feel like that was designed with the Lego spin-off game in mind. It's like... <laughs> Because Lego, the Lego Star Wars level is awesome. Like you, you have two players. You have to get through the, the level, and then you fight each other at the end. That's great in, in that type of wow. video game. It's terrible in a movie <laughs> because I'm just sitting here bored for for like however long it goes. Because you know that like Obi Wan's Obi Wan and Anakin aren't gonna just die by falling into the lava. They have to do something to make right. one hate the other for all those years. Right. Okay. So. So to your point, yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot less silly stuff going on in this fight. There's gotcha. They're very clearly trying to kill each other. Right, and I was even more talking about like even just them when they first when Anakin and Obi Wan first go into the like compound or whatever, they re- they're getting like a really tight space, and they just start twirl. There's a part where they're just both twirling like 
for no reason and not really oh, yeah. their lightsabers don't touch they don't do anything it, yeah exactly that's it's, oh my gosh that's been it, it's been mean to death like that moment where they keep swinging and they miss each other right it's then, just it's just them showing uh, off it's so just great. them twirling their guns i don't understand why yeah. that's in there but when is this yeah in episode three, three. okay yeah. I was yeah. like, I episode three right. sorry okay. right yeah. so so i like the that the this that the duel of the fates has none of that so susan did you understand the politics going on the politics part of the story uh meaning like yoda not wanting no i mean like the trade not not the interesting stuff like the committees and like the we have to confirm that you aren't lying even though we sent jedi over there in the first place to confirm this and then they could have just asked the jedi i never exactly like all all the stuff that's c-span but like written by a toddler like just that sort of stuff (laughs) oh well i feel like they were almost pitching that so that the the woman wasn't trustworthy because she was a woman because everybody else was a man there that was my okay take on that whole scene it was like because you're a woman and you're the only woman around here we can't just take your word for it we have to have other people say that you're telling us the truth well, I mean, it is kind of a like a serious accusation that she's making. Yes, I I always figured. I, I'd that like was to the call reason. to attention the the assembly of intergalactic incels who run everything. Ah, oh, egad, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what have what have you to say? <laughs> Invasion? Well, surely you're lying. Right. Right. The promise of a woman. <laughs> you're very a funny. A woman highness. is coming. We, we'll have to put on pants for this ser- for this assembly. <laughs> They have to ruin everything. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I really understood why, like, who was taxing who? The... Like, what What caused the need for mediation in the first place? That's a good question. Any any answer to that, Troy? <laughs> um, I don't think George Lucas knows. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the they thing that, really I, that, that up, I liked that was almost clever, was there was a point uh, in when they're about to leave uh, to go to... Coruscant, but then I have to go to Tatooine. Um, when Qui Gon says, "This doesn't make any sense," uh huh. Why? Why would the chance? Why would the chancellor? Or I mean, not the chancellor, because he doesn't know. Why would the um? Trade why Federation. Why they attack? They're, they're, why would the Trade Federation attack? There's clearly something else going on here. Right. Like, okay. Oh, cool. They're they're gonna address that, and they're gonna be like, clearly, there's someone else at play here, and then they just don't ever come back to it. Right. So they're like this this is stupid. Only an idiot would do this, and then they're just like, oh yeah, I guess they're idiots. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So, because um, yeah. the do we never get the it's the emperor. I mean, we know it's the emperor. So the emperor, oh yeah, like right. is just pulling strings. But if, it seems like he's just pulling random strings and doing random things until this, things have to happen later. Do, do you know what I mean? Like he's just yeah being yeah, exactly. sinister for the sake of being sinister. I don't understand yeah, exactly. what or trying he's to start to a be war. Trying to do, right, but just to, because he can. To get into Show the power. Senate? Was just that to his cause plan? chaos, maybe. That's what I would think. Yeah. Basically, just overload, like, make the Chancellor look, the current Chancellor look really stupid and incompetent so that, which he doesn't really do much because he's stupid and incompetent on his own by not believing her or the Jedi that he sent. Right. Or any of the transmissions or the, the, the transmission that they sent to them, which says, people are dying, you have to talk to us. Like this, this mountain of evidence, and he's just like, no, we're not. We need to send a committee over there to make sure you're not lying. Right. And so he does that on his own. So Palpatine must have just known, like, hey, 
he's stupid. Gotcha. So the I I think I just realized that uh, his plan overall is to take control of the Senate and get power that way. Oh yeah. So movie one, it's to get control of the Senate. Movie two, it's to get an army, which also in the context of that movie makes no sense. And then plan three is to kill all the Jedi and blame them for. There's a, there's a three step plan in place, and two of them don't really make sense. It. it Two of them just kind of happen. Right. None of it makes sense, but at least, like, he... I kind of see it now, even though every... Uh, it's so convoluted that... Oh, yeah, that's that's the frustrating thing about this, is that it's almost a movie. <laughs> it's so... It's it's not like... Ep- so here's They're the thing. all almost Episode movies, one, it's all... Right? Well, here's the thing. Episode one is almost a movie. It's just... it's It tries to do something that you shouldn't try to do which is make a political movie that's also a kids movie that's the stupidest don't do stupidest that stupidest thing but episode episode two is like the genuine effort to make something really clever and just falls on its face in every aspect and is hilarious and beautiful and <laughs> right Ep- episode three is mostly a movie like it's competent it's okay it just it could have been the best thing ever if you tweak like four or five different right. things yeah i i th- and that's that's why people that's why people defend that one because it's mostly okay and good and it could it's have been mostly amazing. a movie right <laughs> yeah exactly that's put that on the box it's mostly a movie i agree with that wholeheartedly uh yeah. what did you which well, I, I don't i don't think anyone is dumb for for liking no. these movies i just think there's a lot of technical stuff that's wrong I, with it that just like when you really break like you can put it on the background and be like that's that's this is entertaining but also when you really think about it there's some stuff that i don't know doesn't hold up doesn't uh hold up to any scrutiny at all genuinely as there's like technical stuff like as someone who's studying film like when you watch scene to scene like someone set up the camera and these characters said their lines and they all just kind of walked around a bit uh it's hard to describe over over right. voice, but like you know it when you see it. When you look at the newer Star Wars movies and when you look at the original trilogy, there's motivation behind where the camera's placed and where what people are doing. And where characters are, and like blocking, here. like good and bad blocking. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like 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 a, <laughs> like a movie. Like this is almost a movie. Right, right. If you... This is almost a movie. The other one is a circus fire and the third one is mostly a movie. <laughs> Any anybody can just set up a camera, have like three people sit in a room and not move the camera, or move the camera just back and forth, sh- shot reverse shot, and just exactly. But this is Star Wars oh, I- for crying out loud! <laughs> so much money. I, f- I forgot to open. I forgot to open the episode up with uh, acknowledging the Plinket thing. The which <laughs> Star Wars: The Phantom Menace is the most disappointing thing since my son. <laughs> Where was it? Where is that oh, from? Oh, the. The uh, Red Letter Media, the Plinket Review, it's like the, um, like their Phantom Menace thing is like the, it's like the most famous, uh, what's it, like the review of these, of these movies, wow. the prequels. Wow, wow, okay, I'll have to look yeah. at that. It's, it's very, it's very R-rated. Right. Um, but, it's Red Letter Media. But it's, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. But it's, it's mostly funny. Amazing, amazing. It's mostly a review. <laughs> it's. But it's very entertaining. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. Susan, what? How do oh, we? Yeah, no, it's fine. How do we feel about Padme and Anakin right now? What's going on, and how do we feel? Um, I figured we were done with Padme. 
She's fine. Oh, yeah. Do you buy that she's 13 in this movie? She's supposed to be 13. I think she's supposed to be... F- yeah, she's supposed okay, to... Okay, look, according to... She's supposed to be 13, or otherwise, consent laws are very weird in the Outer Rim. Like, this No, is, I would... It's either creepy or or it's or she's miscast. Mm. I would have said she was, like, young 20s. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't have said a teenager. Yeah. Right. Mm-mm. By any means. She's... she's no, no, she's very young. Not at all. Um... According to Weird Al, it's yeah. nine and fourteen, but you know he's not—he's not actually. I on like this, Anakin, <laughs> and it's sad to me that someone so nice is going to be so evil. Right, and it's—but it's, it's all the—but I like the fact that Yoda explained it already. So uh, at least you're not constantly going, "What the heck?" Right. Like Yoda, Yoda explained Fearless. how he was going to get. Mm-hmm. People. Fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Yes. Which which again is a great concept for how good people can turn bad. It's it's a it's like a power thing. Like when you lose control, then you turn to trying to gain power by all means and that can turn you evil. And that's a really cool overarching theme. I just wish they told them in movies instead of all movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I feel like yeah, they started to do that theme and then just mishandled Anakin himself. Like it wasn't even, I don't even think that the push that they give him later on makes sense, but we'll get to that. I thought that until each person's name was told to me, I did not know who they were. So, I mean, half the movie's over before I know who Obi-Wan is. Right. And that really surprised me when they said his name, because I thought Anakin and Obi-Wan were peers. Right. I thought they were going to be the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was really confused by that. I think originally. that was the original intent, but then George Lucas decided to go uh, other directions with because it. Because isn't but. that what Obi-Wan says in the first one? He was a great friend and a great pilot. And, yeah. I thought he's like, they grew up together or something. I thought. Nah. Te- technically, he didn't say that. What? Um, didn't say I a mean, great friend it's, it's and stuff? Heavily impl- yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's heavily implied. You would think like they... I mean, just they grew up together and all that. Right. They never said that. No. Okay. I mean, okay. They never said that. Like, I mean, so, I've I mean, seen each of these the, one time, so right. I was just going off of however long ago that was. Right. You know what's you know what's funny actually. Um, have you seen the? So there's two to confuse things even more. There's two uh, like TV shows that spun off from the next movie in between episode two and episode three. The, the original one, the 2003 Clone Wars cartoon actually does a really really good job of showing how they go from obi-wan being really annoyed by anakin to them being like you know what i get you i'm i'm insecure about this stuff i'm i'm kind of messed up here let's let's be buddies and then they go through the war together and then there's some darth vader foreshadowing and then that's the end of the <laughs> so you're talking about the clone wars series like the the longer the, running one. so the 2008 one is is also the one that uh they just got revived. Um, that was really fun. That's not the one I'm talking about. There was like one before the that. The 2D one? That's really good. That Yeah, the you 2D one. You think the 2D one does a better job than the 3D one? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've never heard anyone say that. Because I haven't watched either one of them because I just don't have the time or inclination to oh, do yeah, it. Like well, I mean, I mean the, the 2D one is available on YouTube right wow. now. How long is it? They've got versions of it that are cut together as one long movie. And... Like, it's a little episodic in the beginning because it's, like, showing off, like, hey, hey, kids, look, it's Star Wars on TV. And then 
eventually gets into more plot stuff and then as it really gets going you're like wow this is actually really deep for like a show that's made for kids and it actually handles these characters better than the movies did that's that's the weird thing is like all the spin-off stuff from this time period they're like wow george that's a really cool cool idea and i know how to write dialogue and how to <laughs> set up scenes and i'm gonna make this really cool <laughs> right right i just wish some of those people were working on these movies yeah, not not to totally. I mean, George Lucas has been has gotten enough crap for all these movies. I'm he's he just didn't lean into like what he's good at. He's really good at setting up stories and like broad concepts and planets. And wouldn't it wouldn't be cool if this happened. And that's why he was the producer on Star Wars. That's why in all those other movies he got the ball rolling and then he brought other people in to help him out. And then here it kind of felt like he wanted someone else to do it and everyone was like, no, you're you're Mr. Star Wars. You do everything. Go. We're, we're terrified to question anything you're saying. Interesting. And so... I've never yeah. heard anyone put it that way. It's not, it always... They always make it seem like he wanted to do everything and then no one would tell him no. I mean, I'm sure there's a mixture of it, but he... I mean, in, in all of his interviews, and I'm sure he's he'll put it in a way that... Uh, takes the blame off of him but i mean like it sounded like he really wanted to get ron howard to direct the phantom menace and then didn't want to do it he didn't want to do it and then he tried to get someone else to do it and they didn't want to do it and eventually he's like i well i want to make this movie and no one everyone is too scared to direct star wars because it's such a big deal and then he just did it on his own and then then once once he started doing that he can't stop until the story's done and so i mean i I guess he could (laughs) he should have he didn't really want to he so Troy, but, did you know. collect yeah. all of the Mountain Dew cans? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, that's that's a good. Um, so no, I think I would have been too young for that. Um, I think it was like I, I would have been like. It was 1999. So then I would have been. So I would have been three at the time. So I saw <laughs> Phantom. Well, you can on still DVD, get them. So. Wow. Uh huh. Afterwards. Oh, well. Sure. Okay. I didn't even know yeah, about I guess, this. I don't know. I um, was four. <laughs> this is my nostalgic memory. Okay, so when this movie came out, I was ten. Right. And my cousins <laughs> right. were super obsessed with this, and they, I think, to this day, still have those pop cans. Goodness gracious. Um, and they collected wow. every single one. I think they even might have like looked online, which was harder at the time. <laughs> eBay wasn't quite as. eBay was around. Was it? I don't know. I don't know. I know that they searched high and low, and like worked really 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 hard they had people like in different towns looking for these cans for them oh my gosh and stuff so i remember when when the movie was when i was watching the movie i'm like oh that's that pop can like a bunch of different times throughout the movie I'm like, i recognize that character no from oh, the pop can wow soda can whoever's listening to this doesn't even know what pop is but the Mountain Dew can, the Pepsi can. Troy shouldn't know. <laughs> He's from California, yeah, so I, we we Californians I, say soda. We don't we don't use pop yeah. around here, so yeah. I don't know. In California, we say soda. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's pop here. Yeah, pretty much everywhere else. It's okay. Bad. <laughs> that is that is kind of interesting. You brought up like the product placement stuff because like my first exposure to anything Star Wars ever was like the the Gogurt promotional, <laughs> like for Attack of the Clones. Like, <laughs> just saw that commercial of like kids with like their babies there like oh we got run get you with the lightsabers or whatever oh my gosh wow it's it's weird i saw it on youtube the other day like in grainy where like 144p <laughs> or whatever because i forgot how different tv was four back by then. three and, like, aspect ratio man i thought those were big i thought those were the big kids they're like four. right <laughs> like oh shoot dude 
They're very small. <laughs> this is weird how long this has been going on Dude, for. Dude, it's so weird. Like, yeah, looking at pictures of kids that you thought were, like, adults, and they're, like, 13 yeah, exactly. or whatever. You're just like, wow, 13-year-olds are tiny to me now. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Uh, I remember Qui-Gon. So who yeah. is... Qui-Gon Jinn's... Oh, who is the Phantom Menace? Darth Maul. Ooh. Okay. Who do you who do you think? The screenwriter, Troy. am I right? No, that's that's very snarky. I'm sorry. What? I was like the screenwriter, am I right? <laughs> the screen. What screenwriter? That's, that, that's very that's very like that's very snarky. I'm sorry. That's that's too. No, it's fine. I was I was gonna pile that's onto that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no screenwriter. They just fed this through a machine. Yeah, no, that's a very, that's a that's a hack joke on my part. Okay. All right. Fine. Let's. Well, we won't go hey, down that road. Right, sorry. Who do you think? The Phantom Menaces, Troy. Do you agree with Susan? Uh, wait, what did Susan say? Uh, Darth Maul. Darth. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Palpatine. I think it's supposed to refer to how, <clears throat> like he, he's pulling the strings, and none of the characters realize it, and this is setting the stage for everything that's about to happen. Right. Susan didn't hear that, so Palpatine is what Troy. Who's yeah. Palpatine? The, <laughs> the senator. Oh, uh, that. Oh, by the way, I. His first name was revealed a while ago. Uh, everyone calls him Sheev now because apparently his full name is Sheev mm-hmm. Palpatine. When who? That's the who emperor. let that cat out of the bag? <laughs> like <laughs> it was, it was, it was in a book, um, and so now everyone calls. Was him Was that Sheev. a recent, like one of the first canon that new was, canon books? I want to say, tw- I want to say, twenty sixteen was. I think it, it was some book where they called him. They they said his first name was Sheev. Okay. So yeah, that was that was a new idea. I <laughs> but. Everyone See, loved it. I, I, when I heard that, I figured that I just didn't know that. Like, it's always been a thing, and I just didn't know that. So you're saying that that was that I, he's only been Sheev for three years? Yeah, no, he's he's always been just Chancellor Palpatine for. I mean, I think before that he was just the Emperor. So I think this movie introduced his actual identity, right. but not all the way. Spoilers, so. I guess. Um, if I understood what was <laughs> spoilers, maybe. In a book I haven't read. Um, okay, so. Sheev Palpatine is the guy who becomes Supreme Chancellor <laughs> halfway through the movie and is, like, helping oh, Queen Amidala. He and... looks so creepy. I thought he was a bad guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Do you still think he's a bad guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which What solidified that? Congratulations, Susan. You're smarter than all of the Jedi in, the, in these <laughs> yeah. entire I used people, the Force. People, da, 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 people walk by him. Like, Jedi's walk by him, talk to him, probably shake his hand, but nothing, no spider sense goes off. I don't understand why that happens. Like, yeah. he has to he, be... He oh, seemed God. really bad. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't... Well, it's, like, it's like the Clark Kent, it's the Superman thing where you put glasses on him and suddenly he's a totally different right. person. Like, you pull up the hood and like, oh, Darth Sidious. Oh, so he's like the, he's the older Darth guy. Darth where did he go? talking to her at the end, is what you're saying. Who... Wait, have you seen that? Um, oh, she was. It was like a college humor, like the the Batman thing, where like uh, Batman can't identify uh, Two Face when he turns his head because he thinks he's a totally different person. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Harvey, where'd you go? <laughs> That's funny. Scary face. I think back. I've wow. I think I've only ever seen the one where he gets his voice. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> the what, what did you ask a question or somebody asked it? It's fine. I, oh, sorry, I Susan was saying who, something. I think I, I understand who yeah. this is. I'm right, pretty okay. sure. Because yeah. I was just like, this guy is very fishy, and but they left it alone. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the movie ended, and he wasn't technically bad. Right, and then they... And I'm just like, 
What did but they say at the end? He seems so though? evil. What did they say at the end about him? I have no idea. Okay, the Yoda and um, purple lightsaber. Help me out. Oh, uh, Mace, Mace Windu, Windu. Uh, <laughs> are talking and they're explaining things to each other that they should both already know and oh. stuff. Exactly. That's that's the thing about this movie is like people would just yeah. say exposition with no like character at all, just like ah, here we are in the city where that <laughs> right. people. Anyway, let's walk. Let's here walk we are market. sitting in a room explaining Jedi things to other Jedi's. <laughs> Who know it already? As you know, the 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 prophecy of the of the Sith and the Chosen One and the blah blah blah, and it's all boring and stupid, and mm-hmm. who cares? But the he's saying that there's always two Sith, and right, I remember him saying that. Right, and then but so I thought that would have been Darth Maul in um, Chuckles. Chuckles, whatever. The guy with the creepy laugh. Wait, are you talking about Jar Jar? Who we who we haven't brought up yet? <laughs> no, who has a creepy laugh? Wait, wait. The guy with the oh, hood. Oh shoot! I t- oh right. The emperor. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that emperor. is him. The emperor. Right. That's yeah. Darth Maul and the emperor. Right. That's who I thought they were talking about. Okay. Is it not who they were talking about? They were talking about that. Yeah. They were talking about him, and it's so obvious that you don't know why no one put two and two together until two movies from now. I'm, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right there's. Now. I'm not going to tell you now because. <laughs> I I thought it really was like super obvious the way that the camera like uh, ended on a particular person at the end of that scene. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually the one. That's like the one like movie part of this scene is where like it it pans over and it tells you visually. Oh yeah, it's him. Even though I know you, what you, you probably already saying. knew because what it's are, not a good what disguise. Are we saying? You're saying that. I, whatever the guy was that became something. Well, now I can't that tell you. That to the princess. Get, uh-huh. Okay. Him. Palpatine. Is Chuckles. <laughs> right. <laughs> the emperor the is emperor. the guy on the holograms with the hood. Right. Yeah. Mr. Monster Face. <laughs> he does the creepy laugh at the end of the new... That's why I'm... You understand? Oh! That's why I'm calling him Chuckles. Oh, right. Okay, so... Because the new trailer of the new whatever that's causing an uproar. nine. Oh! The episode nine. Chuckle. Oh, wow. Right. Susan, Susan is memeing on a whole other level. <laughs> right. Even, <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. Shoot. That's the real reveal, that Susan's actually a real big-time Star Wars right. meme this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just pitying mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that why you don't like memes cuz none of them are as funny as your memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're all like six I don't levels understand behind memes. Her. I couldn't create a meme if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just kind of did by calling up chuckles. Okay, that's funny. Um great. Okay. So, did you get that that was him or No, you guys just spoiled it we for just me. Thank it. you. Great. Awesome. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it'll yeah. it'll be it'll be the same what a viewing experience. I- Is that revealed in the next one or in the third one? Heck, I don't know. They, uh, I don't remember anything I mean, just- except for the the romantic stuff in the second one, and then the third one I remember most of because it's actually a movie. It's not officially revealed until near the end of the third movie, but it's super obvious from right. here on out. Okay, that makes sense. Like okay. Like, at, at every angle, he's like, you know, it'd be really cool if you joined the dark side. <laughs> it's like, yes, that would be... Palpatine, why are you bringing this up? We're talking about my, my dying wife. That's another uh, third. But man. it would be cool if you joined the dark right. side but and the saved dark her. Side, though. Have you ever heard Have this Have you story? tried the dark side? <laughs> about this okay, guy on the dark like, side. <laughs> no, I... Okay, I didn't if put that If you like together, marriage, though. you may also <laughs> enjoy the dark side. <laughs> 
Have you tried a sample of the dark okay, side? Okay, right. stop it. There's a okay, lot sorry. of the dark side on that. Great. Okay. Okay. Did you have... I was reading a story. <laughs> did you have more things side. to talk about, Susan? Did you have more points? I don't understand why Jabba the Hutt had to be in this movie. He didn't. Oh, that's... Hold on. That's that's some deep lore here. That's actually uh, his cousin because the Hutts... Because there's a whole mafia of slug people who uh, run illegal stuff on a desert The Hutts are gangsters. We can't bring her there. Exactly. And someone wants to make a movie out of that. <laughs> just a bunch of slugs. Never. <laughs> ever, dealing, ever. Slugs, the, slugs dealing drugs. Is going to be the Mandalorian? Oh my gosh, please. No. Slugs and drugs. Slugs and drugs. That's what they should call it. That'd be great. Okay, wait. But <laughs> that wasn't Jabba? I thought he called him Jabba. I'm... I'm pretty sure that's either his dad or his cousin or. No. I thought that Qui-Gon said, like, "Don't make me bring this up to Jabba." Somewhere. No, that was a. No, no, he says that the huts right. are there and that the huts are gonna. They really want to have bring this up to the, the huts, queen that's... because that would be a good bargaining chip. Oh, or something. Okay. right. He, I mean, he I threatened could... him with somebody. I just assumed. Right. I guess. I thought the, the announcer same. said Jabba. I'm oh, pretty sure he? he's like, "And Jabba I... the Hut." We didn't have subtitles, oh. so we Oh yeah, and he bit that thing's head off and used it to ring the bell instead of right. just using gong. That was a gong. disgusting. Like a, he ate the know. head off of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, I did. I was shocked when Darth Maul was split in two. Yeah, it's cool. It, that was yeah, that was we, cool. We have he didn't die. So, so, actually, Gabe, go ahead and say what you're gonna say first because I feel like this next thing's gonna take a okay. while. All right. Um, what the heck was I gonna say? Uh, I was right. gonna say something if oh, if sorry. you. Uh, had any uh, anything else that was like creepy in the movie oh did we finish that last point though oh the jabba is a gross slug right lobster but <laughs> no but what, in this movie. I, now i've lost my train of thought because i was because i'm like googling is oh, jabba in the in this movie but oh the whole the whole hut family mm-hmm. tree what? <laughs> of, of identical you slug monsters i think is creepy in this movie right but before that what was the question that we were what we were talking about before that like two seconds ago i literally said he bit the head off of something right but no the Go ahead, go ahead. What else is creepy? Uh, um, I mean, I did. I think my least favorite part of the whole movie was the underwater escape thing. Right, because you so hate underwater stuff fish. anyway. Yeah, I hate underwater stuff. And then it was just creepy monsters underwater. Um, him being cut in half was kind of creepy. I mean, technically, right? In okay. his horns, in the- I didn't realize he had horns. I always just thought it was the red face. Interesting. Uh, wait, when when did you realize? It, like watching the movie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just watching. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know he had. Yeah, he had horns. horns. He, they really that makes him make a little more like creepy. The devil. Mm-hmm. It's real. Yeah. Good. Uh, I don't think there was anything. Else. I mean, Jabba or whoever it was. This, did the you hut think, person? Did you think that uh, <clears throat> Jar Jar Binks was creepy? Yeah. His tongue. His tongue <laughs> maybe. Creepy. Yeah. No. Okay. That's not. Not the word. The word you would I use. would use. Interesting. No. Okay, real quick, in the in the was, Phantom Menace's end credits, Jabba was jokingly credited as playing himself. So he is in it, according oh, okay. to Wikipedia. Huh. I think you wanted to talk about right, Jar Jar Binks. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say we're we're almost we're just over fifty minutes into this podcast and we haven't touched the gun games at all. That's true. Which which is You mean I almost got out of this restraints. without talking about him? <laughs> yeah, you're so, so close. close. Dang uh, it. Yeah. I think Look, he's not as awful in the other movies. I don't think he's defendable in this movie. <laughs> I think there's... He's the worst in just, this movie. He's yeah. the worst. It's... 
it's it's not just that he's goofy it's that like he's very clearly like goofy for a marketable reason like he says how wooed like five times mm-hmm. in a span of like 30 minutes like you can hear them like programming the action figure behind <laughs> them behind just off camera yeah like, this is gonna be great you push this button and he says how wooed in a goofy voice that kids are gonna love and like even as a kid i was like this is stupid. Please. I wonder stop. if uh, is it Stephanie from Full House? I wonder if she got that from him or the other way around. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I wonder if Full House sued. Oh, that would have been awesome. I would have loved that so much. That would be the best. I I would love to be to have seen footage of that uh, court case. That would been great. What? Uh, so what did you what did you think, Susan? He wasn't creepy, but I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody wanted to hear. Yes. Um, I did not like. C-3PO. Oh, but yeah. I oh, my. hated Jar Jar <laughs> in comparison to C-3PO. Whole yeah, it's a whole nother level yeah. of it. dislike. I did not like him at all. Victory likes it. He wasn't funny. Was he... Did you, the All the poop jokes weren't... It was so dumb. <laughs> it was just a stupid character. That, wow. I think that's how it... 100%. His only, I mean, his only real function in the movie is to help them get through the planet core, and then after after they get through the underwater area, he's done. It's not, not even like, just to get just, to the get to the freaking Gungans, and that's it. Like he didn't help. He didn't navigate after yeah, that. And, and he was just a nuisance to yes. them. I'm not sure why they saved his life. Right. When when was Full House? Yeah. Full House well, was cause, cause from 1987 to, to 1995. So Star Wars was after it, or Jar Jar was after it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. So George. There wow. we go. So George Jar took it. Yeah. He's not even an original annoying piece of garbage. <laughs> Unbelievable. Not not to call the Olsen twins garbage. They're cute. They're adorable. I, that's not even Olsen. Right. That's that's Ste- Stephanie. The older one. Oh wait. It's the middle girl. Oh, it's the mm-hmm. older one. Okay. If I have the right one. I can't remember um, what her real name is. So it's in in the theme of this being an almost movie. I think there were two almost good moments with Jar Jar. <laughs> there was like. There's a point where, uh, what's it, Padme's cleaning R2, and he just walks up and is like, oh, hey, this has been a weird day, and then he devolves into just, like, I can't even remember how he talked. It just, it's such, I, I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> but all you can point. say about Jar Jar but, is, it doesn't surprise uh, like, me that, that was, someone that was almost would a make cool... uh-huh. Sorry. Jabba would make Jar Jar. Jabba yeah, would make Jar yeah, Jar. Exactly. Yeah, the same sick mind. Wait, no, I, oh, I think oh, she's oh, talking oh, about gotcha, like, how, how gotcha. George Lucas right, would that make. Makes sense. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a so twist? So what was the other uh, almost good moment? Oh, no, I, I was just going to say that was almost like a cool character moment, like of him just like taking down the I'm a goofy cartoon rabbit facade and being like, this is a pretty, a pretty weird day. And then he just goes right back into, ah, there's poop <laughs> everywhere. Ah, I'm flopping about. Like, right. And, and then there was another thing where I think Qui-Gon Jinn actually has like one or two, has a couple of like good, like subdued comedic, or I guess not even comedic, but like entertaining moments like one of them was just uh like jar jar is doing that thing with his tongue where he go where he like eats an apple right. like like a frog eating a fly and then the next time qui-gon catches his tongue he's like don't don't do that just like a, a small little moment that just felt human it's just little moments like that that if you spread that throughout the film would make this a more fun movie to watch right, and would have given and there's just not given a lot people of those. more character as, as opposed to just yeah like like, again, I, I think that's the problem, is Jar Jar didn't have a straight man. Like, if there's someone to constantly be like, this is stupid, stop it, and then you fill in a couple of, like, here's why Jar Jar is actually a real person underneath all the right. craziness and all that. But 
then it, it makes it easier to be like, okay, you're a dork. You're not like actively sabotaging. Right, everything. but he's not. He doesn't even make jokes. He just falls over or makes his tongue yeah. numb or goes pu and because somebody farts or whatever. <laughs> like he doesn't. There's nothing for it's anyone so- to react to other than Jar Jar. Stop it, Jar Jar. Stop. Yeah. Don't touch that. Stop falling over. <laughs> Don't move. Cut it out. Shut up. And and this man becomes a general by the end right. of the film. Right. <laughs> yeah. You you sub brought us together. <laughs> you sub be being. Why was that in the what? finale? <laughs> Why was this battle? Because first off, they they have occupied the city. They have no reason to be distracted by this. They have no reason to take all of their tanks out to meet these That's these true. Gungans. And then once they set up the shield, they have the high ground. <laughs> That, which we've established in these movies is the the ultimate well, winner. Unless of you're Obi Wan, always have the high ground. Well, yeah, unless you are the high ground, then you can beat Darth Maul by jumping right. up, upward. But you know, it's a that's an episode three yeah, joke. But, all of the good ones. And they shoot at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you. Uh huh. And they have these shields set up, and like, okay, those don't work. But just you don't have to attack them. Like the only way they win is if you go down from the hill to attack them. Like, these, these villains do everything possible to make sure that these flopping cartoon <laughs> rabbits can beat them. It's right. Not, it's not even like the Ewoks where, like, they're in the trees, like, they can kind of use booby traps and stuff like that. They're in an open field. Right. There is, it's a Windows desktop. <laughs> there is nothing for miles. It literally is, because it's all CGI, and it looks pretty bad. Yeah. The tanks are really terrible when they're, like, it's, when it's just a tank shot, it looks like a PS2 game. It's it's terrible. Yeah. And, okay, so they're distracting an automated system. The the Asian stereotypes don't have to look at the robots when they're fighting. <laughs> you, you just yeah. they just go and we press this button and that's it. Their li- their lips don't even. That's match. the other that's, thing. That's the best part. Like this movie, this multi hundred million dollar movie. Their lips are just like <laughs> right. They look like the the singing fish that you know sings the be uh, be happy or whatever. That that the one Bob Marley song. I like. Just blah, 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 blah. I like to think that that like the voice actors for them are like all doing vocal warm ups <laughs> and George just used those takes like Senator process them okay George now can we do the actual take George where are you going George you would never do anything without the approval of the Senate <laughs> sorry I just loosened up the cords all right now we're gonna do some oh we're, oh, done? we're done that's it oh no no retake okay okay cool all right we're just gonna we're just gonna sound like that I guess. Even though this movie, I'm, I'm grateful for the memes that came out of this movie because, uh, again, there's some, some solid lines in here, some solid almost movie moments. It's a, it's a big cautionary tale on how to collaborate with people and don't, uh, don't completely dominate the movie-making process. Let other people tell you when ideas are good and bad. Right. And then... Uh, don't try to do everything yourself. And also, yeah, that's... And yeah. If, if you think you anyway. should dial it back on the Jar Jar, dial it way back on the Jar Jar. Yeah. So I think he literally yeah, said that after watching a screening of it. I may have gone too far. Yeah, a few yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just imagining George. Which, which is funny because um, you guys didn't really talk about, uh, like, the second half of Return of the Jedi in the Return of the Jedi video. Like, that's a solid example of how to do an ending where there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, you've got Lando up in space, Han and the Ewoks, and then you've got Luke and Vader facing off. Like... All of the themes kind of match up. Like, if something's going terrible here, that leads directly into something terrible going on in the next scene. It's not like Luke has a crisis of faith, and then suddenly 
a cartoon rabbit gets hit with a giant blue ball. Like it's, oh, that's it's it all thematically. Right, that's the other up. thing. They all win by accident. It's Jar Jar and Anakin oh, yeah. accidentally <laughs> winning the battle for everyone. That's such a good point. Yeah, all of these, everything happens by accident in this. That's so great. It's, it's so stupid. Um, so the, here's the thing that uh, Susan had a problem with that I have an explanation for now. Um, the the stupid little ponytail hanging from his head. <laughs> you had a real problem with Obi-Wan, that. Obi-Wan, I was just like, that's so dumb. Right. Oh, so yeah. cor- they, they have a thing for that in the cartoon that actually, oh, you're going to say, that, I'm sorry. You probably have more information for it, but I'll, I'll start. According to Star Wars canon, yes, Obi-Wan's hanging braid is the Jedi tradition common to all Padawan learners. I mean, I pretty much don't that. That's what you said. When, but when his master feels that he has reached proper maturity, he must face a series of trials, and if completed, he cuts the braid with a lightsaber, signifying that, he, that the student is now a full Jedi Knight. So they cut it with a lightsaber when they Okay, when they that's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's still... Hideous. It's this the scene they show in the 2003 cartoon is really cool, and I don't want to spoil it. But like the whole ceremony, and it's like the first real moment where Anakin and Obi Wan see eye to eye as equals, and it's it's That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Did you guys want to hear? I I can't recommend the 2003 series enough. It's on YouTube right now. I'll probably end up doing a video on it at some point because it's great. Amazing. It's, it's 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 like my Star Wars. It's like this stuff that I got introduced to and made me like this series. Did um. Did the Weekly Planet do a thing on that, like for Caravan of Garbage? Did you see that? They did the first half. They did the first half of it before it got into like the um, the stuff with. Um, there's a character that gets introduced introduced in the second right. half. Right. So not before spoil, it gets good, but um, that's that's what they. Yeah, covered. it's okay at the beginning. It gets really good okay. in the second half. Okay. I. But they they really liked it in the beginning, so I think that's gotcha. That's cool. I, so I I do know what you're talking about then. I will I will yeah, I will look exactly. into that. So I feel like most of this has been just us like talking down to this movie. Susan, did you have, do you have any thoughts on like why you really liked oh, that's it? True. Or like, I mean, you already said the pod racing. Thank you, but, like, I mean, else, yeah, the or? pod racing, and I liked the bad guy. Well, I liked Darth Maul. Let me say, and then <laughs> I liked the lightsaber battle because I think that's the that was the biggest thing for me the lightsaber battle because I thought it was actually decent, unlike the first three that I watched. <laughs> I, wait, wait, the lightsaber battle yeah, fair enough. is what you're saying was decent? Yeah. Okay, all right, good, good, good. I, I liked I, it. I checked out because I'm getting Twitter questions. Yeah. Go ahead. I really liked it because it's what I expected. It's what I'd been looking forward to when I finally decided I was going to watch Star Wars. I'm expecting this really cool lightsaber battle. Yeah. Please tell me Yoda fights in the second one. Troy, please tell me it's in the second uh, one. It's, yes. It, it is. is. He fights in the... S- it's in the second and the third one, and you might... I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll see Troy how you and feel I don't about like it. it. I am not okay. I've a been, huge fan. Like, literally, this is what I want to see out mm-hmm. of everything that I have dreamed up about Star Wars the is Yoda is like, fighting in a lightsaber battle. That's what I'm looking forward to. Look, I've, I've got no problem with him having a lightsaber. It's just that he's, like, the wizard character, and I feel like... It'd be like if uh, Gandalf, well, I guess Gandalf has a sword, but it would feel like if Gandalf primarily, like, did, I, I guess if, like, Dumbledore or somebody like that you're, she's, pulled out she's a sword still, and you, you, sword You're still sword losing fought. Susan. Oh. Okay, sorry. I, I look, he, he should use magic is the thing. Like, he should be shooting Oh, he should be using the force instead and, of like, using throwing, lightsaber. Throwing moon, basically whatever Thanos throwing did. moons at people. Like, he should be doing, he should be, like, throwing <laughs> moons at people. Yeah, when... Okay, it, we'll talk about this in the in the and second the next one. one yeah. yeah, but I'm trying to think of like what what is Susan <laughs> <saying>? um, <laughs> nothing. But he, he just uh, think sure. about 
how tall Yoda is. Right, I know he's really short. Now think about him leaping into the air. Yeah. Now think about someone slashing his lightsaber while he's in the air. What happens to Yoda? And think of it, and think of him also going while he does. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, like just a really like guttural like frog <laughs> in a frying pan like <laughs> sick battle cry Yoda. Oh, funny. Yeah, we'll see. If Look, I, he should have gone lives flying up to into my, a wall. My dreamed expectations or not. Right. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for that. You. That's okay. Last time I'm gonna plug the 2003 Clone Wars series. Yoda is awesome in that, and he does some of the he does some of the wizard stuff in that. Oh. That's really cool, and that's that's the end wow. of it. I'm done. I think you've <laughs> sold me now. I think Sorry. you've sold me on that. I'm okay. That's that's pretty good. All right. Anyway, uh, and yeah. what did you think about the the his like virgin birth? To me, yes. Oh, shoot. I was confused yes. by that. I wasn't 100% sure if I understood that. Her Anakin the first doesn't time. have a father. Okay. And does it make it better or worse that he's space Jesus? He's space Jesus, right? <laughs> um. <clears throat> Keep in mind, he's going to be Darth Vader. Later. I was going to say, that's what ruins it. Yeah. If that would have been yeah. uh, <clears throat> Luke's origin or something, I feel like that would have been better. Mm-hmm. But I don't want a it bad guy ru- to be. It would have ruined Luke, though. Too much destiny. Sure. But, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of... I mean, he ended up being, quote-unquote, good in the end, but... And destroying the Sith. Yeah, but... But no. Yeah, it's kind of about that. I have to. I would have to think on that one a little bit. Like, why did they make Darth Vader Space Jesus? It doesn't make any sense. That's, right. that's the why thing, did they, they make a knew. bad guy? They shouldn't have made a bad guy. They shouldn't have that. made him Darth Vader. <laughs> Something. The, it, knowing where yeah, he ends up, the, whole that thing doesn't, of- the origin doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> And it does kind of undercut, like, the cool aspect of he's just a guy who uh, has, well, I guess him having the gift of having a lot of force powers adds something to his character. But just the fact that it's prophesied to go this way kind of takes away his agency and takes away the cool aspect of he's just someone who felt powerless and wants to get more power, but is really a good guy. But here's how being a good guy but also being insecure can lead you to being genuinely evil. And fearful of loss. Like, that's... Yeah, exactly. That's that's an interesting idea that is kind of undercut by the gravity of making him the chosen one and making him someone who is destined to, inadv- again, inadvertently and accidentally kill off all the bad right. guys. Like, become a bad guy and then kill off the one other Jeez. bad guy. Yeah. I, the destiny aspects of of heroes and characters and, like, the chosen oneness always, like, really takes the air out of it, I feel. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I'm surprised you didn't have a bigger problem with that. But, because it... I didn't. Right. It kind of went That's past you. That's probably why. Do you guys want to hear some more trivia? Some more cool facts about yeah, the Phantom Yeah, for Menace? sure. Are we going to answer questions, too? We are going to answer questions, too. Okay. We kind of already yeah. Some of them, yes. Uh, okay, so uh, I thought this one was hilarious. S- sets were built only as high as the tops of the actors' heads, and the uh, computer graphics filled in the rest. But Liam Neeson is so tall that he cost the set crew an extra $150,000 in construction because <laughs> he's so much taller he's than everyone else. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's so much taller than everyone oh, else that I had know to fill him better in more as Aslan. Yeah, like halfway through the movie, she's like, is that Aslan's voice? It was not halfway through. It was like right at the beginning. Was, okay, Natalie Portman's voice was digitally enhanced to distinguish between Padme and Queen Amidala. I really, I really thought it was a different person. Did you, did you know about this, Troy? Oh, uh, yeah, I think I vaguely remember someone talking about her. I think, I thought it was Keira Knightley or 
It might have been Natalie Portman. One of them like had their voice deepened. Okay. For some reason, in the final cut, the queen definitely. Like in the people. trailers, it was normal, and then at the end, they're like, "We need to really distinguish these two characters who look identical, so we gotta deepen the voice on one of them." Right. I just, I don't, I don't like her yeah. voice. I don't like her accent. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's kind of. She kind of uses it as emotion. Right. She kind of uses it as regular Natalie Portman when she talks to the Gungans toward the end, like and asks them for for mm-hmm. for their help. And it's a, and then it just goes back and forth between her regular like American accent and the I I cannot I I can't even do it <laughs> condone a course of action yeah, that will lead us to war. It's not it's not even like a British accent. It's just kind of a stilted yeah. weird way of talking. Wouldn't it be cool if we could do? That would be really good. It'd be really helpful. <laughs> I could do some. Wouldn't it be great if we were all talented? <laughs> I could do some. We're, I want to do a Night at the Museum too. Uh, episode and I, the whole thing's just going to be me doing uh, <laughs> impressions of the <laughs> of common raw. It's very oh yeah, yeah yeah. Okay, and I'll I'll end on this one. Uh-oh. During filming, Ewan McGregor made lightsaber noises as he dueled. <laughs> it it <laughs> was noted and corrected during post production. <laughs> uh, I'd be fun. doing the same thing. I think um, Daisy Ridley said that she also did that, but like someone told her to stop, and like she had to really try hard to stop. But, like, she actually did <laughs> quit doing it. Wow. Yeah. Just oh, great. Man. Okay. Okay, so my my journey with Star Wars, I may have said on the podcast before, is thinking that the lightsaber battles were just the best thing ever, and that's what Star Wars is all about. Lightsaber battles and the Force is really cool, right? Mm-hmm. I got a little bit older and figured out that the acting is terrible and the story doesn't make any sense and everything but the lightsaber battles is boring and well see i thought the pod racing okay fun too okay i didn't think it was i didn't think that was fun uh and so i'm like why do people like star wars then and for years and years people tell me That's oh sort of it's the original trilogy forever right and, and the I, original trilogy no <laughs> everything is good reason. except for the lightsaber battles i feel like <laughs> in, the whole, like I, no no. You're you're so weird. I don't understand you. I hated it. <laughs> and you even talked about it and I you didn't even see, didn't seem like, like you hated it. I the third one. Watch her be super into to Anakin's sand monologue. We will no longer be friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Like, I just, I man, like Anakin's killing so it in there. In those ones. Uh, I don't know. I just. That just hurts. I'm sorry. That physically hurts. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, I've, I've. Now I understand why people like Star Wars. It's a lot of bad stuff in Star Wars. There's a lot of good stuff in Star Wars. But it blew people's minds back in 1977 or whenever the first one came out. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. The, f- the first one is so boring. <laughs> I agree, but I, the oh first gosh, time that I saw so it, I had already boring. seen it without having watched it front to back all at the same time. So that was why. We've talked about it. You're... I don't understand you, though. <laughs> I ironically enjoy watching these movies because we're like, oh, it's that meme. Oh, it's that meme. Oh, it's that really stupid thing. Oh, yeah, it's that other thing that I remember from, be- from a the kid. The one that we just watched. When I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, now we get to the re- actually get the good part, the duel of the fates at the end. So we have uh, several questions. We were really, like, sweating here at the end. Like, oh, we're not going to get any questions. We're going to – it's going to be very embarrassing. But we got a few questions. So – we already answered uh, Chris's question. Super Chris at super underscore Chris zero one 
on Twitter. What did you think of Jar Jar Binks? We've covered that. Uh, yes. And I don't Hated wanna, him. I don't want to think about Jar Jar Binks ever Anymore. again. Um, yeah. uh, Bagel Gabe at Weird Name Prod, who's been on this podcast before. Uh, name three things you genuinely, unironically like about episode one. So I, ho- I hope that you still have that list, Troy. Uh, I like... Qui-Gon's occasional uh, smart aleck remarks. Oh, that's true. Got, like, like, Liam Neeson does a great job with very, very little to work with in the script. Like, I think he does make... Like, there's not an actual character, but he does have an, an engaging on-screen presence where he can sell yes. stuff, even if Qui-Gon himself is not a great character. Um, the choreography in the Darth Maul fight is great. I wish there was more to it, but that was, that was cool. Um, and, again, I think Ian, Ian McDermott as... Uh, as Palpatine, as the Emperor, he gets better as the movies go along, but he's still pretty decent in this movie. He's, again, most of the memes that come out of this movie are from his <laughs> line delivery, so That's I think true. Liam Neeson, Ian McDermott, and the guy who did the choreography, those are the three big takeaways. Oh, and before I forget, the <clears throat> my answer to Bagel Gabe's question is I agree with everything Troy said, and I think Susan already said three things that she likes about this movie, so... Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my entire review was my three things. That- pretty much. Okay. Uh, Josiah the Carrot. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. That is... Oh, go ahead. Right, go Josiah and, the uh, Carrot Josiah at Josiah underscore Carrot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did the power of the Trade Federation come about as a result of under-regulation on the part of the Republic? <laughs> Good old Josiah <laughs> wants to go d- a deeper dive. That is yeah, such a Yeah, he wants to go a deeper thing. dive into, uh, into the politics of this... Oh my god! Very interesting. Uh, Josiah should have written this movie. He actually, Josiah actually knows politics. He probably would have been able to write the. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. In short, yes. Because when you think about this, it really is kind of like a civil war thing, where like people with a lot of money invested into, literally invested into slavery, like in the outer mm. rim and all that, wanted to break away from the central powers. Like you could have literally just taken civil war imagery or you don't have to like literally take the imagery but like take the story of that and just insert it here you don't have to also have a the trade federation have no slaves? sense and have that uh i don't know if they did i think it was actually just that the, might have been i i may have i may have just connected that in a gotcha. spot where but they have slaves and they like, have there's still those same kind of civil war level exactly stuff. it's one of those things that's not legal in the inner planets but then on the outer planets or the right, south right there's right. There's they stuff going on there. I get what you're saying. They could have kind of leveraged that as a aspect of yeah. the story, but they just completely just left yeah, all the pieces exactly. lying on the on the on the floor. Uh, yes, sure. I don't I don't like regulation, but uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <what laughs> Did the, the power of the again? Trade Federation come about as a result of under regulation on the part of the Republic? I mean, the Republic definitely wasn't oh, watching. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, no. This is I'm pretty, I think you can pretty firmly place this on Space go. Obama. This yeah, is all it's, a, it's, a, it's Space Obama's yeah. fault. Um, I'm actually gonna take that back because I don't like regulation. I I just I don't no no I don't want the Republic to regulate the Trade Federation yeah. more. I just want the Trade Federation not to be stupid and for the Jedi to actually yeah, just, do their freaking job and keep track of the Sith when they come back for crying out loud, like. Don't just sit in a semicircle and be like, mm, yeah. bad uh, feelings. I, I sense something feel, wrong. Uh, disturbance in the force. Oh, yeah, I sense it too. Should we check into that? That's the no. thing they've said. Like, 
I feel like that was like placeholder dialogue that oh, just geez. didn't get written out. Like stuff like, I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, about just this? No, 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 just in general. Obi-Wan, what are you <laughs> right. talking about? Exactly. They were yeah, it was supposed to they were supposed to expand yeah. on it, but they didn't. Yeah, I see it. Uh yeah. Seth at Vanished King says, Is this Obi-Wan better than episodes four through six? And we talked about the lightsaber duels, so No. That's fine. His, the second part of his question was, what do you think of the lightsaber duels? But what do you think, Susan? I like Obi-Wan Wait, better I'm, I'm sorry, than was, was, the original okay. so far. Okay, that, was, that was a close one. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen the second one yet, but... I'm not, not even that I would get mad, but I would just be curious why. Because he, he Obi-Wan doesn't, doesn't do Jack really Squad do anything. Well, for Obi-Wan was my favorite character He's coming just... out of the original trilogy. Right. So it would be really hard to up yes. him on, really, on one little episode. Right. Do yeah. you agree? Uh, do you agree as far as this one goes, and then as far as the whole trilogy goes, Troy? Um, I think you and McGregor does a great job playing Obi Wan. I think I, again, even though he wasn't given much to work with as far as, uh, or either of them were given a lot to work with as far as dialogue, as far as direction. I think both Hayden Christensen and you and McGregor did a solid job in Episode Three. You and McGregor did a pretty solid job throughout. Um, he's just they're not really given much to do. I feel like most of the quirky old Ben kind of stuff that made people like Obi-Wan in the first place is given to Qui-Gon Jinn mm-hmm. for some reason. And he doesn't, he just doesn't really get anything to do in this movie. And it's just kind of a bummer because Ewan McGregor clearly does a great job with this character. Um, I think he brings uh, just in the same way that Liam Neeson doesn't really get a lot of good lines, but just, when he's on screen, you kind of feel like this is a fun guy right. to hang out with. Just because he, he really, uh, he, he makes something out of nothing as far as the character being on screen. And the most that they can really um, do is kind of smirk and say their yeah. lines. And Exactly, yeah. But, but again, they do a good job at it, and I feel like that is, for some people, I feel like that's enough to kind of make these movies enjoyable watches. Right. and because they're charming. That's totally I mean, fine. Both of them are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they exactly. have charisma. Exactly. You know, Josiah the Carrot is a rewatch. Yes, yeah, watch the Phantom Menace for the politics. Exactly. I that's that again kind of goes to the point where everyone like George Lucas made a great playground for other storytellers to work in, and he just didn't. He's just not great at dialogue. He's not super great at pacing. And I think uh, if he had brought other people on, these could have been great movies. If George Lucas or was self-aware just, about what he's good at and what he's not good at from the beginning, he yeah. this they all would have been great. Because as much as people talk about how the politics are boring, like if someone made a straight up political thriller with this movie, um, it'd be great. I, I'm sure it'd be great. Like if someone who knows politics did it, this would be really. One of the things I actually thought would be really interesting. Um, before Kevin Spacey, we found out that he was a terrible <laughs> right. person. Um, I thought it would be really fun to do a movie where, in the style of House of Cards, where uh, it's it's kind of a self aware parody thing where you have a movie where. Jar, where we follow Jar Jar, and then as soon as everyone leaves screen, he like clears his throat and turns the screen. And is like, see that? You keep up the idiot act long enough, and they fo- they'll they'll <laughs> give you anything. Like like it's it's secretly Jar Jar knew what knew what was going on the whole time, and it was playing the entire wow. galaxy. And like that's that's how he got political power, and that's how he like caused the rise of the empire and all that. And like that was all happening just off screen. Like he could he could make a really decent movie with that. Like a House of Cards parody, but with Jar Jar <laughs> as the main character. Uh, maybe if you gave him a different voice, I'd be okay with that. 
Yeah, well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like he would like clear certain. Uh, he would like actually have like a really wow. thick British accent and be like, I, I. But again, I can't. None right. of us can do voices I, uh, here, so. <clears throat> I think it's gonna describe somebody. That. I don't know if it's in the like Phantom Cut or whatever, but he somebody was like, if you just gave everybody all of these aliens with these like basically like racist voice like uh, accents, like if you just made them gave them another language. You know, like everybody speaks Huttese or whatever on oh, Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, exactly, and that's that's what uh, uh, what's his face Greedo's whole thing was was that they couldn't in the original cut of Star Wars he was said something else, but then in the editing room they're like that dialogue is terrible, so we'll just voice over an alien language right. and then give him subtitles. Perfect. Like that was that was the birth of people speaking different languages huh. in Star Wars. It's literally it, it's literally a plot device for that exact reason to to avoid mistakes Wait, that were made Wait, and who did that? So that we can then uh did you say Greedo? That, I mean Okay. Gre- Greedo, okay, yeah, the guy okay, okay. the guy who right, right. shot I, first, yeah. I know who he is, but I thought Is it is it actually I thought you were Greedo? saying I like it was Greedo. Hello Greedo or somebody on YouTube was like uh, editing this. Oh, okay. Um No, yeah. So who made that yeah. decision? I guess same question still. Um I think it was uh it might have been Martha uh I want to say her name is Martha Lucas. I can't remember what uh George Lucas's wife wife was, but like there were people no Marcia, not Martha. Uh <laughs> why did, why you did say I say that, that name? name? Uh Marcia Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Mar- so Marcia Lucas and whoever else is working on editing, they're like, "Okay, there's a lot of stuff go- the general plot of Star Wars is great, but all of these mistakes that we're now realizing in the prequels were happened back then and they're like okay, we can still save this. Let's just tweak a couple things in post-production, rearrange some scenes, and now we've got a movie that millions and millions of people like. And so Alien Languages and people speaking other languages was born out of um, the need to correct huh. in post-production. It's like it's it's weird that this whole series is built on fixing right. mistakes. Like, all the stuff that people love was... Oh shoot! Right. We gotta no fix that. No humans ever gonna say that, so we're gonna make up our own lines. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Amazing. Okay. Not to take credit away from George Lucas because he did. Again, he set up the play, the sound, the sandbox where everyone else got to play in and got to exactly make some cool stuff, and he deserves a whole bunch of credit for getting this started. But <laughs> That's also, what he's good at. This happened, and he's great yeah, at it. Exactly. So we'll just end on that. <laughs> There's no but to yeah, that. Exactly. Were there any other Everybody questions? Everybody knows or? the, the butt okay. to, to that sentence, so it's fine. All right. Yeah. Is that it for the Twitter? Yeah, question that was or? that was the last question. Did you have anything okay, else, Troy? Gotcha. I think that's it. Uh, we just yes. want to go into like yes. plugging stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is usually where I end the show and thank everyone for being on the show. So thank you for being on the show, Troy. Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, so I'm on Rise of the Kumquat on YouTube. Uh, I think. On Twitter, I'm Troy underscore ROTK. I'm still working on that Captain Marvel video. I had to start over because I had some new thoughts on it, but uh, that is still coming out. Anyway. I will I will definitely yeah. check that out. Yeah. Susan, where can they find you on the yeah. internet? Only on Twitter, at Frog31Susan. Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, you can find me at Game of the Box, wherever you care to find me. I'm still working on videos as well. I have made some progress on the Captain America thing. Uh, thank you, Troy, for being a patron. Uh, that's patreon.com slash Game of the Box. Uh, y'all can leave a review on iTunes, and I will read that out. And uh, thank you. find you on the internet? I, I said that. 
I said that. Okay. Uh, thank you to everyone who wrote in questions. We really appreciate it. Everybody came in clutch. And thank you for listening. Have I forgotten anything, Susan? She's shaking her head on a podcast. <laughs> I think Susan's ready uh, to call it a night. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Susan. And goodbye. <laughs> had to do it. Just had to do it. Yep. Amazing. Had Amazing. to do it. Master Qui-Gon, I was wondering, what are metachlorians?